I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Welcome back to Trust God, bro. Episode 41. Wow. Yeah, man. How old 40. are you? I am 52. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll get to episode 52 pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, at this rate. Um, but yeah, I got my dad in the studio, aka the basement projector room uh, that has apparently the most soundproof. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining me today. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, he, he was up for a sermon this morning, so a little bit of uh, double duty, but um, just a casual podcast today um, talking about um, being a man who trusts God, but a really cool topic, a really meaty topic, a lot of meat there. So, um, But like first, I mean, we just had Thanksgiving. I mean, a uh, little update, I finished my marathon about a couple weeks ago, went well, finished. For those who are in the running world, I was like a minute 30 off from a Boston qualifying wow. time. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Proud of you. I know. Thanks. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I was close. Um, so, really happy about that. And um, great day. A lot of fun. And we just had Thanksgiving. And did, how did you think it went? The dinner table conversation? Did anything? There's a TikTok going around of like the things that make you leave the dinner table. Did you like have any things that oh, like, my word, what no. conversations would be brought up that would make you leave the dinner, dinner table? Nothing. Nothing. No conversation that could make me. You could not get. You rid couldn't of me. get you to make. You could you, not get me to push away. And even leave. if they say it's like, oh, <clears throat> that's your third plate of pie. No, nothing. Well, then that would. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a little disturbing. But I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, I I love people, love family. Yeah, and that's where it's at. Yeah, that's a good thing. And no mashed potato and turkey cannons were made. No, nothing yeah, was launched all across. Uneventful. Yeah, it was hosted here at our house. Yeah, and we had uh, not as many little kids. We had some dogs running around. and We did. Yeah, chasing around and added to the fun. Yeah. Um, so on a ranking of Thanksgivings <coughs> from a scale of this is the best Thanksgiving ever to, like, uh, this is the Thanksgiving uh, from hell, um, <laughs> where would you rank this one? Uh, it's right in the right in the mix. It just if, if family's there, and no one chokes on turkey bone or everything's good. It's like it's it's a good one. So I would yeah. say it's right up there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone <coughs> listening had a good uh, Thanksgiving. Feels yeah. loved and um, accepted by God um, through Jesus. So you know we do have a meaty topic today and just like you know thanksgiving is like the turkey and um so i i'm excited about this actually like um i kind of threw some ideas out and i was like hey i think this one would actually be good um but i just want to say it's like where are the christian men at like um like where where are these men at i i think sometimes a general feel um i get from when i talk to women is that there are not enough like godly men out there, mm-hmm. like not to a like spiritual caliber that they would want, or just like not enough, yeah, godly men in the church. And not, I'm not talking about people, you know, that go to church that are guys, but like you know, godly men pursuing Jesus. And um, mm-hmm. that's like a feel I get every once in a while. It's like there's not enough um, men like spiritual. Um, I don't know. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I like, agree. I think I've heard the same thing. I've I've, I've talked to younger younger ones, uh, 
and uh, younger women in the church, and I think that's a that would be a scenario. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It'd probably be a little <clears throat> bit generalizing it to say it's like here's a reason, or like maybe it's kind of hard to break it down by stats and stuff. Uh, but I, I did read this book called The Disciplines of a Godly Man, and they were like, every chapter was like, here's a discipline, and then he would like talk about it, and then he'd be like, oh yeah, like men are terrible at this too. And yeah, so I think there's probably a lot of reasons you could give for why this happens um, today in Christianity. It's like, um, but like, we probably, I'm not going to go into those. Uh, I also wanted to say that every year um, at, for the young group, they're, the girls write to the guys like letters like in the young group, of mm-hmm. encouragement, <clears throat> exhortation, correction at the end of the year. It's like really encouraging, like a cool thing to do. But I just went through the past letters and I kind of took out the the highlights of the things that uh, women say of like correcting men. And I think a couple things were brought up. It said um, not bringing up spiritual conversations enough um, on the flip side, like using spiritual comments, like hitting people over the head with it, like all the time, like kind of like showing off a little bit, um, spirituality, stuff like that of like either, you know, by both sides, mm-hmm. not bringing it up enough. Um, and women like, you know, wanting people to bring up these conversations and yeah, the courage to lead. Um, one of them said intentional friendships. She wished that guys, um, were intentional with their relationships more, um, self-control, was brought up and then boundaries between yeah. women and men and um, like confiding too much in um, women. And this would be like not, this is more for a single people. So that's kind of sure. a context for that. But obviously that's um, good in marriage. Um, and I think just thinking about this, I've done a lot of harm in this topic before, <laughs> like just saying something off the cuff. I mean, I can remember a couple moments and just, like, thinking that, like, oh, this is, like, what it means to be, like, a spiritual man. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I don't realize what I just did and just, like, feeling like a dirt bag Mm. uh, for, like, a week after that. And so I definitely have done that, too. So it's, like, there's a – yeah, so I'm excited about this. So just getting into it. Um, But as a starting question, are there differences between men and women? Like, do you think that – there is a difference between uh, men and women as a question. And maybe you need me to uh, define it more, but... Uh, well, I think there's the obvious physiological, or whatever the word is, uh, differences uh-huh. between men and women. And, yeah, there's different... Uh, we're created differently. I mean, we're both created uh, in the image of God, man and women mm, created yeah. us. But yet we have our differences. Uh, we didn't prepare for this talk either. We're this is just like <laughs> straight up off yeah. the cuff here. So, so I was actually really curious to see what you'd say. <clears throat> it's a, I mean, it's a tough question. Uh, even in like today's world, this is even a hot topic. For a long time, you probably wouldn't even question. It's like, oh yeah, obviously there are differences. But I think today we get closer and closer to this idea that uh, men and women are the same in all respects, you know? Right, but there's uh, differences. It, yeah, and there are very distinct differences physically, uh, but also, like, mentally, like, emotionally. Um, and I think that's a very important thing to highlight because, like, when you remove that, it's mm-hmm. like, and also starting off with saying it's like we're, like you said, start in the garden. It's like Genesis 126 through 27. It's like we're creating the image of God. We're, we're made to be yes. image bearers, yes. equally worthy of 
dignity and respect. Um, and so I think that's, you know, highlight that. Um, and you lose something, I think, that's pretty awesome when you say that men and women have the same roles. Like, you know, they're, they're exactly the same. Like, um, even though we're equally worthy of dignity and respect made in the image of God, equally um, glorifying to him, um, there's, there is a difference there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to kind of get into that. So I guess, like, um, to lead into that, what does it mean to be a man? Like, you know, does it mean to, like, sleep with a woman, watch scary movies, grow a mustache, <laughs> does, like, chop wood or smoke cigarettes, like, drink alcohol, eat lots of meat? Um, yeah, I mean, like, what That's do you think? That's an interesting question. So I feel like as a father with, with you, I have two boys, yourself and your brother, Derek, and sometimes I feel like, okay, did I, am I doing enough to, to teach you how to be a man. It's yeah. Like, and I think of these rite of passage things of yeah. that people talk about, like like hunting or fishing or, you know, teaching you. And we'd play ball. We'd go out in the yard and play ball maybe. Mm-hmm. But like to teach you the finer things. And maybe I'd drop the ball if that's what it is to be a man. Yeah. But I think. we don't hunt. Yeah, we don't hunt. Well, I shot a BB gun <clears> as a little boy growing up. And I don't know if I ever taught you how to shoot it. We did paintball. Yeah. That kind of counts for something yeah i mean one time that coon stuck yeah, in the, the the shed or like to get the chickens chicken coop yeah got stuck we got the paintball gun out yeah turned up the psi and i just turned this i just turned this just had this conversation the other night with mom and she's saying on another couple that has a gun to protect themselves like yeah the husband is going to protect the home so the, yeah i don't know how far reaching this podcast is going to go someone's probably like, not we're too vul- far if we're vulnerable here now that it the Rumble family just has it. We do have a paintball gun. Yeah. I said that would put a pretty good sting on any, uh, any. perpetrators that would try and come. Yeah. So let it be known if anyone's thinking, you know, you're going to have a lime green paintball heading at you. Right in my forehead. But, but the idea of, that's a good question, you know, what does it mean to man? And, and I, I think I wanted to be intentional when you guys were growing up. And, and yeah. uh, I think that's why I grabbed a, a group of fathers and at one time and we talked about getting together and talking about what's it be a man i read the when you were little i read that uh the the modern day knighthood uh-huh by uh, i'm trying to think who, who wrote that uh book a lewis anyway and just the, the idea of being intentional to to teach about you know that those ideas of of chivalry and and uh hmm. stepping up and being the man yeah and, and uh in all, in all relationships and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. a cool moment. Didn't I do remember. it perfectly, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, being at the campfire and you brought that giant sword. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I forgot about that. It's like huge, like actual real life, you know, like tw- how many, like 50, not 50. But oh, like, yeah. It was probably 50 pounds. It was heavy. Sword. You know, I mean, you could barely lift it. It was beat out uh, a local, iron. A local guy beat it out of iron and it was a, a real life sword. Yeah. And uh, it's heavy. So, I mean, I don't know if I remember getting much from that lesson, but I remember the sword. <laughs> uh, so that that counts. Yeah, it's heavy. Heavy stuff, man. <laughs> but it is heavy. I do think you did teach me about manhood, you know, and um, just our family. I think just by modeling it. Uh, but I do think you're. it's cool to think, like, I didn't, growing up, I was never, like, a big basketball player or football player. Like, I don't, those weren't things that were like we didn't really do that much yeah to, oh, we, we play baseball like that was i mean i did that but like 
I mean, I did more running and not really the typical like manly. Sport. I have to be honest with you right now, just and I'm not to take much out. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like half a man sometimes when sure. it comes to that part of it. Yeah. Because like I didn't, I'm not like a real manly man when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Like, hunting and stuff, I feel like I need to go out and hunt once so I know that I've done it. Yeah. And put it, add it to my belt or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's the humility of man too to yeah. to recognize that it's not all this masculinity yeah. stuff that is to be a spiritual man yes you know, a godly man yeah and i think that's cool and we're going to come back to that because that's like a um kind of the heart of it and that's one of the points um i got another quote from a song uh cool. 116 click so they you know the lecrae and kb andy yeah. Mineo, older song man up um he says <laughs> i like this quote he's like little man lived to stack dough keebler you know the keebler <laughs> elf like stacking dough yeah um man up get up out of the treehouse leave the cookies alone it's time to eat meat now <laughs> uh yeah so i think it, it, there's a lot of the song goes a little bit longer than that but that's just a short uh, part of it so there's another flip side of man of like um you know saying that like stack up dough like you know live in your tree house and mm-hmm. kind of like the keebler elf that's kind of what he does you know um but at the, the heart of it it's like that also is not true masculinity and the same way that um sleeping with a woman or you know growing a mustache makes you mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a man too right. it's like there's a lot of uh grown up childs walking around that you know could fill those like you know categories but are not uh biblical men like they're not they're not real men and so i think there's a a true thing here that we want to kind of talk about and Mm -hmm. i think you brought that up like uh saying like humility uh so yeah so i took this class uh gender and humanities um and they had me read a book. So this was like a class I took, and it was called The Feminist Manifesto. So that's uh, okay. quite the name of the book. Yeah. Uh, 12 Suggestions, like, was the other name of it by Adichie. And there are several points she made, and I think some of them I agreed with, uh, but some I strongly disagreed with. And there was some partial truth with it, though. But for one of these uh, suggestions that she had, she was writing to a friend that's raising a girl, and she's like, how do I... Uh, raise a feminist and that was her question and then so the author writes back and gives 12 suggestions one was to deny all gender roles and so I think you know just my thoughts with that was just that like I believe that some gender roles are not good and not biblical for example that like men you know have to do the lawn work you know yard work and women must cook Mm. you know that doesn't make a man and that doesn't make a woman Mm -hmm. that's just like what we think when we think of uh you know in america and even the color of blue or pink there's stuff like that that are not like true gender rules uh and that are not and the cool thing the bible leaves room for men to change diapers to take care of babies you know and women to change the oil in their car right and so it's not about what you do necessarily like it's not about that but it's how you do it and that's kind of the heart of masculinity and so like what is it like how how do you do that like what is it and i think 
when I asked you the question, can you like say like, what does it mean to be a man? You yeah. said the garden, you know, you kind of mentioned that a little bit too. And I think beginning in the garden is the best place. It's like made in the image of God, like men and women, both equally made in the image of God. And um, Genesis three eleven through 21, um, you kind of see the fall and how that affects us uh, both distinctly different. Like there's a different curse there that he gives um, and different um, goals to work for, like the man to like work the garden, mm-hmm. you know. And then I think also in uh, 1 Corinthians sixteen thirteen through 14, which is a great verse. I have a plaque of it that you gave me. Uh, it says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. So biblical masculinity, masculinity is different. It's not categorized by personality or dress or preferences, likes. It's categorized by character. So the Bible leaves room for tender and gentle strength. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, there's a lot of verses. I don't know, you got any quick thoughts? Uh, no, just keep going okay. where you're going, Al. Yeah, so I said, in, um, yeah, instead of a close-up view, the Bible gives kind of a broad stroke of it. It says not, here's what to do, do this, but instead it says, here's who to pursue, pursue him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, and so I think that's been helpful to realize of like, it's not about me trying to look like a certain person, like be like Daniel, um, and in a way, there are some good things there, but like I think generally speaking, that's not a, you know, the the real heart is like, you need a savior like Jesus, who mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, like he was single, never married, but fulfilled uh, masculinity in a way. There's, there's a lot of cool things with that. Yeah. So, uh, and I think when I think of uh, biblical manhood, the best way I've heard this described in this specific type of strength, that that's like a gift um, that uniquely in the way that men like physically but also like you know spiritually is there's supposed to be a um a strength that and what i heard it described is like when used rightly it's like holding a bar of soap so you have a gentle yet firm right. grip if you grip too tightly it pops out but too loosely and it falls out I and like so that. yeah it's, it's like a great analogy gentle but firm yeah and so i just kind of think about that sometimes like not too um, you know, hard, but like you're there and you're, you're, you're firm, but you're gentle. And I think, yeah, a true man is gentle, um, the same way that Jesus was. And, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I guess, and I wanted to also say, as I talk about, we're focusing a lot on men, but I do, uh, women will get their spotlight, you know, we'll talk about that uniquely, but I think when you look at the, the gifting of man versus the gifting of woman, women are very gifted relationally. Mm-hmm. And so I think for what it means to be a woman, it's like to protect and nurture and um, to be helping, uh, just gifted relationally. It's like the, the, the unique ability to help others in a way that men can't. And so, and so like in the same way, like for men that were affected by our, our you know, the strength, if that strength plays out in a bad way. And for women, um, also the fallen nature is the desire to control relationships. And so there's kind of that, that flip side there of like mm-hmm. the same way that, um, we, you know, we're gifted. That's like where the curse is. If you read Genesis three, 
and that's how he describes it it's like you know you will want to um control or or something like that sorry i Mm -hmm. don't have it memorized but those going back to biblical um being a godly man what are some characteristics and i did the flip side of what it like the ungodly you know nature of that and i pulled some of these from titus first timothy you know genesis one and through three first corinthians um humility like you said this is like a common attribute referred multiple times in the bible for you know pointing this out to be filled with humility in all ways so versus you know pride which that's a common tendency to be filled up on the juices of our own pride Mm -hmm. you know it's like that's such like a our natural way to go and you know that that is like our fallen nature uh self-control you know like that girl that wrote that letter said um that's like a common thing that like we should be pursuing but instead we pursue indulgence so like first corinthians 4 3 says like this is the will of god your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality and so like this is kind of god's heart and you know one of the um attributes in titus to for a man he like says for young men he exhorts to uh practice self-control and so um, mm-hmm. That's kind of like a more of a, um, which, you know, falls on both sides. I think you can apply these to both men and women. But, like, when you're kind of honing in, these are, uh, like, more of a struggle for most guys. Uh, maybe, would you say that? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard to, like, get logistically here. But um, that's the, the kind of the flavor I get from the Bible. Yeah. Uh, as long as it goes, it was written, it's still... It still targets, I mean, it's dead on, yeah. I think, today. I mean, yeah, self-control and, yeah. Yeah, so, and that I think that plays a lot of ways, self-control and your emotions. Like, just kind of, like, if you're angry about something, then instead of, like, expressing that right away, which, I mean, I did the other day, and I was just like, man, that's, like, it just, like, I think that's a really easy thing for guys to do is to just get angry over when things don't go your way. Yeah. And so when you're really, like, you know, tested is, like, when things don't go your way. So I think that's a thing to kind of be wary about. And then uh, desires, you know, like whatever, instead of just filling whatever desire you want, but um, kind of looking to what is the godly um, way of fulfilling this. Yeah. Uh, providing um, versus opposite is stealing, um, like stealing love and um, stealing acceptance from others, justifying yourself and just generally hurting and then protect versus harm, and then leadership versus passivity. So I, just to go back over these, humility, self-control, provide, protect, and leadership are just a couple mm-hmm. um, highlights. All very good, yeah. Yeah, and um, but our nat- like I said, our natural um, inclination is to resist these. And so, like, I'm a man, and I'm not a woman, so that means my glory is uniquely expressed by laboring, providing, protecting, and bringing fruit. Um, from God's creation. And so um, let's talk about the fall, though, real quick, just like how we both resist that. Um, and so, you know, there's a unique fall in nature to both men and women. And like I said, um, women have that, that fall in nature to control relationships, and that's kind of where the thorn is placed for them. Uh, and so for us, uh, as being a broken man, there's kind of this the curse in Genesis 3 is to make me long uh, for another man, Jesus, to save and change me into his likeness. 
And it's like man is cursed in the same place as his gifting, which is work, to orient ourselves to overwork or neglect work, to work for the wrong things, to hide and let others take control. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's kind of just the, the general area. Um, I wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, <laughs> I wrote this in here. I don't know if this is something you want to touch on or not. We can kind of judge later i guess but like can women be breadwinners i put that in there because it's like you're thinking of like oh work it's like is there is there a category for the in the bible for you know women to uh be breadwinners and um but maybe that's a little off topic i don't know i don't know is mom listening <laughs> <laughs> i think it has its place i do yeah i, mean, I, I think yeah uh well, earlier on you touched on mowing the lawn and cooking or whatever it's like yeah you know it's some of those things like i naturally the older generation thought more that way probably uh-huh and i watched my dad never touched a diaper he, yeah he touched yeah. on di- I, I didn't i didn't in- interrupt but, yeah and not that he was above it or thought he yeah. couldn't do it just like that's that was what, the norm that was a norm that's what everybody did so i honestly think i think you might have said i never did a diaper yeah and and it's, it's like to me it was more of a challenge and more of what you can do and i think that's the same thing i think women would probably view it the same way as like you want to put yeah into i mean if you're one and you put into that i guess looking at it more of uh of a, a union a husband wife union uh but that you know the breadwinner thing i think it's yeah was well, a question can women <laughs> be, be bread the breadwinners yeah i mean i would say yes yeah uh yeah and that's just a side note. I mean, I think it's like when I'm talking about the gifting of man, I just don't want people to misunderstand that. And it's like, oh, it's then it's like, you know, women can't work or, or whatever. And so, yeah, I think that's the, the Bible leaves a lot of room. It doesn't tell us here's exactly what to do, but it's like, here's the general character. Yeah, and how you, I can think of several yeah. um, in, in my mind that, that, you know what, due to uh, unforeseen situations or whatever, that the the man is watching the kids and and uh, the woman is being the breadwinner. Yeah. So I have a quick quote on this and it's from Kendall Connor and Seth Stewart and they said our man talks and we got this man talk going on. Right. Um <laughs> which is kind of a funny concept in itself in a way, but they can't be about masculinizing um a generation um but we need to offer salvation to boys who think acting like a man will save them from their identity crisis. Oh, yeah. If we only offer Jesus as an example, our boys will just see another man they don't look like mm-hmm. or another avenue by which they might justify themselves. Wow. Who, who's that? Um, Kendall? Connor, Seth Stewart. Okay. Of Rooted Ministry. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's an awesome way to look at it because it's like so often you get this image placed in front of you and you're like oh i just have to be like that or if you walk into a room i don't know if you ever do this but start matching yourself up with other people it's like oh i could i could take them on a fight (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm bigger than them or yeah i could yeah and you start judging and it's like you have this you know idea of like i must work to get a worth and a value and um yeah so i don't know i thought that was a a cool thing to think about that Jesus is not even though and he is an example in some ways but he is ultimately um, our you know remedy for yeah. masculinity and 
um, not just that, but for salvation. And um, yes. So yeah, I think I wrote some things down here, kind of more bullet points. I don't know how many of these make sense. Um, so yeah, there's this general desire for men. I think most men have this desire deep down to um, kind of do hard things, lay down their lives. Like you kind of get this flavor like when you're exposed to it and something rises up in you and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I was made to do this, like to lay down my life for someone, to kind of give up my all. Um, and to do hard things. Mm-hmm. I don't, do you ever feel that? Or? Yeah, totally. Like, I, I, and I've said this, I think I've, I don't know if I said it, but I, I think this sometimes, like, I literally, I would take a bullet for mom. Yeah. Like, if someone was going to come into the room, I, I picture, you said you come into the room and size up what's going on. Yeah. If we're in a strange place or something like that, it's like, I'm looking at people, and it's like, okay, this is not real safe or yeah. whatever. It's like, if that person pulls a gun, I'm going to step in front of it, and I'll take it for mom. Yeah. And and I'm ready to do the really hard things. Yeah. And sometimes, like, just putting the toilet lid down, I have a hard time doing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But those tough, those hard things, it's, yeah. you want to be there. Yeah. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and so just, I think, leading into that, there's this idea of leadership in the Bible that you get. Um, and I think there's sometimes maybe a skewed idea of leadership. Um, for example, another quote, uh, men are not called to be tyrants ruling a home with an iron fist and a dictator's attitude, nor are they instructed to be uh, weak need toward their families, nor are men called to enforce um, the biblical ideals of womanhood in their wives even. So like humility, self-control, protection, provision, and leadership are the man's responsibilities and his tools. Um, so like even the way of like you don't go into your relationship <laughs> even and say like here's Ephesians 5 mm. like you know to mom and like submit to me but instead the in Ephesians 5 what it says for you to do it says husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up yeah. for her that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water and with the word so that he, he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such so, like, the idea you get here is that let's, like, you're not going to go into it. Like, really, it's not saying, like, bring up, you know, submission at all. Like, yeah, in right. fact, what your role is to love, lay down your life, and to serve. Um, it, it's not just, like, a backwards idea of yeah. leadership. Another really cool thing that I was just, I read about, and I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty awesome. Um, this quote from this guy, um, he wrote an article on Desiring God. And he says that um, masculine leadership isn't an opportunity to be served, but a calling to serve sacrificially. So you think, you know, oh, it's like, you know, leaders are in high position. They get, you know, every oh, everyone serves them. They, they have everything served on a silver platter. Um, but really the high calling of a leader and in the context of being a single man or uh, the, like even outside of marriage, it's like, it's an opportunity to serve. It's not even just an opportunity. Leadership at its core is to serve. Mm-hmm. So, and he keeps talking. He says the role of leadership um, God has given men is an opportunity to be served, but it's a calling to serve sacrificially in a world that offers immediate gratification financially, emotionally, and sexually. Christian manhood seems unattractive mm-hmm. and pointless at times. 
Uh, why live selflessly and sacrificially when I can do the opposite and enjoy instant pleasure? When society tells us that leadership amounts to privilege, why hold fast to the biblical vision of leadership as sacrifice? So, like, why? You know, what's mm-hmm. the point? That kind of seems uh, dumb. Real men deny themselves carnal pleasures for true joy in Jesus. Whether you're single or married, if you're not serving your neighbor selflessly, selflessly and sacrificially, you're not walking in biblical manhood. Boys say, I'm responsible for myself. Men say, I'm responsible for my neighbors. Yeah. Boys are forced to give, but men give freely because they've been given freely. Um, boys expect their wife or mom to do the dishes, but men are quick to grab the sponge and soap. Mm. Ultimately, manhood means serving others as much and more than you serve yourself. That's good. Yeah. I like that. So I think that's um, kind of like I just read that and I was like, man, I want to I want to serve more. I want to um, be there. Um, and I think I just saw that in you a lot of like, you know, you just do all those things. You know, you're asking mom I was like, hey, how can I, um, <laughs> you know, Sage, this is not trying to um, puff you up, but Sage lost her retainer and you <laughs> went out back and you started digging through the trash. And it's like, I'm going to find it for you. Um, and it, it was not in the trash. Three bags. Three I went bags. Three bags. Every piece of uh, Thanksgiving leftover yeah. stuff that we had in the last few days here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I gotta find that damn thing. <laughs> I was like, I had a whole pickup for of more trash that I had to go through. I was like, Yeah. It should have been the last three, and we didn't find it. I was ready to go through all of the other ones. Yeah. And last minute, it it, it did get retrieved. But yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think of even more examples of just like. Um, you went through and this just this weekend of like you deleted she, she has so much spam on her email account and you're like hey, let me take care of that for you and you just went through and unsubscribed through hundreds of lululemon and you know vineyard vines and yeah all these accounts she's subscribed to that never looks at and so i was like that's a that's a great example of this and so yeah well, just uh we don't get it right all the time yeah yeah for sure but i thought that was a a cool thing and that's kind of the heart of what it means to lead and i'm sure you see that work even it's like you know you get down and dirty when you can and uh you know serve yeah give. i mean christ led by example yeah and that's how probably we need to step into that yeah lead by example um so uh we're gonna wrap this up so I think of a, a cool moment that, you know, as you're listening to this, something in your heart maybe rising up if you're a guy and if you're a woman, you're maybe like, oh, man, I want to encourage those men um, to, to rise up. I think of that time you went to the movie with David, uh, yeah, um, my I, uncle. That was one of those times where <laughs> you you envision the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, just, you already, you, I think, you know, we're, yeah, talking, we're about talking about the same, same thing. thing. Courageous, the movie Courageous, and... It's the 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 part of the movie that everything is is coming back together and it's all coming together and the it's slowly the music is there's a crescendo happening and it's building up mm-hmm. and it's it's a Father's Day I believe and they're in church and it's a call to men to stand up for men to be men and uh, to to take accountable accountability for your families yes. And to be the man, be the leader, be the spiritual man. And he's he's asking, who's going to do this? 
and as this music, it starts out really slow, and no one's standing Yeah. in the movie. And uh, I don't know who that guy is. It's one of the Kendrick brothers. Yeah. And he's actually in the movie. Courageous. Cur- yeah, the Courageous movie. And he say, who's going to do this? And, and someone stands up, and it's like, I will. I will. Will you say, I will? And slowly, each person is standing up. And you know how you get that? <laughs> so I was with my brother and yeah. his wife and my and your mom. Yeah. Just the four of us, and there's a room full of people in this theater. It's back pre-COVID, right? So yeah. It was actually, and you get that feeling that everybody in the room is like part of this yeah. movie, and it's like I, I was really moved by. It. It's like you know what? Yeah. I, 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 I've got a ways to go to be that that man. Yeah. I was like you know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna step up. <laughs> I can do this too. And I stood up, and I raised my hand up. It's like I will. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Thinking, envisioning that everybody behind me is standing up. And I turned around. First of all, my I think my brother and his wife and my my wife were looking at me like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> I turned around. There's nobody in the movie. I, I envisioned everybody was like moved by this yeah. the same way I was. But I, even in that place, I think I always go back to that. And it's like, that's I think that's what it means for as men that we do need to stand up yeah. and, and be the the spiritual man men that we were created to be that yes. God wants us intends us to be even if the norm it's not the norm or no one else is standing up with you yeah. you still need to stand up and, yeah and say I will yeah it's cool and just accepting the fact that it's like and that, that moment's just so funny I mean it's funny yeah. and it's also like it, it's actually really cool yeah. it's like you you do want to be that man I think that's awesome but like yeah and admitting the fact that it's like I naturally am not and i need jesus like i need to pursue him and i want to step into that role like i want to you know humbly submit my life to to god yeah and kind of fulfill that um yeah so cool thanks for sharing that yeah no um so yeah i mean there's a lot of things here we could keep talking but i think we kind of hit the the highlights so um yeah i mean there's a lot of different ways you can go i'm just looking at my notes um but I'd say, like, for, for guys, you know, I think accountability, uh, if you don't already have a mentor, find one, ask him questions, meet up with him, um, accept your weakness, and pers- mm-hmm. make make Jesus your passion. Yeah. Um, pursue him. And then um, next time someone asks you to put chairs up, uh, be the first one <laughs> to want to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just one example. But, you know, rise up. And women, encourage those men in your lives. Tell them, you know, rise up, go, uh, go do that. Um, and I think that's uh, needed. And to, uh, yeah, but ladies, your, your time is coming to, uh, you know, to talk about some of this stuff too. Closing comments. No, thanks for letting me be a part of this. I feel like I was uh, blessed by just yeah. my content and <laughs> being a part of it. Yeah. Not to content overdose you on a, on a Sunday, but yeah, I mean, thanks. Uh, I really appreciate it. And so let's end this. Uh, at the All end right. of every episode, uh, <laughs> uh, we say, and that's how you trust God, bro. Okay, cool. Ready? Three, two, one. And, and that's, that's how you trust God, God bro. bro.